The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me, as always, is... What up? It is I, Lee Michael Kimbrell, Nasty Boys and Girls out there across the whole wide world. Y'all doing okay? I assume you're doing all right. Dude, they're on top of the world. One game winning streak. One game winning streak. And you know what? It's Monday. Yeah. So you know what that means? The Reds can't lose today. The Reds can't lose today. They can't, they can't break our hearts. Not even possible. Nope. We are going to go 0-0 today. No one can get hurt. For, yes, I know. No injuries, no nothing. Nothing. No loss. Yeah. Love it, man. And right now, one game win streak. One game. Who was it that was, I think it was like a Cardinals pitcher. He was carrying groceries up his steps. This is like a while ago. Was it Rick and Keel? Didn't he have like a freak injury oh, or something? Yeah, I think it was Rick Ankeel. What and happened to him? He was carrying groceries and it sliced his middle finger. Yeah, it was Rick Ankeel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, man, that was a fun moment in baseball <laughs> when yeah. he came back mm. and just dropped fucking bombs and played outfield. Yeah. That was sick. Rick Ankeel, I'm incredible. trying to think of like an, an equivalent. It would be like as someone who flamed out. Because he was on, yeah. he was a hot deal for like a season and a half, two seasons. Oh yeah, and just then he got figured out. Yeah, he got figured out and cut his finger open on a it's, bag. It's like the reverse of Kenley Jansen. Yeah, because Kenley Jansen came up as a catcher. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Kenley Jansen. Yes, was a catcher, and then they were like, "Oh, we'll flip it. Let's let's see what he's he's he like had weird." That's th- astounding. Oh. Yeah, he's like Salvador Perez style catcher, like six five. Giant. Just a hulking giant man. Mm-hmm. Boy, God, that he, what a career saver. Yeah, no shit. Just being a, you know, a bench piece, maybe a starter, batting 210, yeah. catcher. And then, you need a wheelchair when you grow up. <laughs> pitching one inning a game. Yep. And he was just like, and they were like, we can't figure out why his, why his throw down a second breaks like it does, but I bet it would break better from the mound. Just breaks. <laughs> That's wild. Pretty rad, right? I like that. That's cool. Learning a lot. Yes, we are. I'm going to just get let you know right off the rip. I'm exhausted. Me too, man. It's that time. I think everybody is... I guess it's been happening, but everybody is very tired right now. I'm whooped. Yeah. I was in the car for seven hours yesterday. Yeah. Because I drove from Mason City to Chicago, which was three. Yeah. Well... And then Chicago back here, so like four fifteen, four twenty. Yeah, so that's was, a haul. Yeah, and fit a ball game in between there. Fuck yeah, man! And got, a pod. Got to go to Riggles. I got to go to old Stanley Riggles. Were you with Danny Rocket or just a pal? I was with Danny Rocket. Fuck yeah! And I was on their pod last night. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. Popped on. Got to, he lives in like like uh, in Wrigleyville. <laughs> of course like, he right does. Right by there. Or of course like, he does. It was like less than a mile walk. That makes sense. Anywhere he would live, <laughs> anywhere he lives would be Wrigleyville. Exactly. That's a cubby right there. Through and through. That is a little cub. It was just him, me, and Crawley, and I just hopped on for like half an hour, then I was like, I gotta go. And then just drove home. Then Through yeah, the night. Booked it. What time did you leave? I left around 8.20, got home at 2. 
Made killer time. Oh, I was going 90 at some point. Made killer time. I, me and Colette just went to Louisville, and it took us like fucking 70 minutes. She was scooting. Oh, I bet. She's yeah. just like, fuck this. We got to go. Yeah, we were going. But it, yeah, man, I'm glad. Yeah. Made the trip. A good dude, capping a good road trip with a fucking drive through the night. You pass all the windmills. It was dark. Oh, just, it's just a bunch of little flashy red lights. <laughs> it's good. That's a, that's brilliant. I'm glad you got to do that. Yeah, it was the pretty road, freaking awesome. The romantic road. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, man. Forgot how much I like. Re- I hadn't done a road trip by myself. Dude, nothing better. You feel like a full on fucking cowboy. Yeah, dude, it was uh, freaking awesome. It's brilliant. How was uh, how was Mason City Limits? Dude, what a cool club. Honestly. What town? Mason City. Mason City. Dude, it is uh, next to farms and in between more farms. Yeah, so it's out there. It's Dude, it's like middle Illinois. It's like southwest of Chicago. So how many towns, like how far from Chicago? Three hours. Oh, so so not a suburb. Uh-uh. Its own place. It is. Middle of Illinois. Dude, and it was like that Venn diagram of Cubs fans and Cardinal fans. Oh, yeah, I believe so it. So one bar I went to was a Cardinals bar, and then the bar across the street from uh, the comedy club, which these two are less than a block away from each other. The one was a Cardinals fan, the other one, Cardinals bar, the other one was a Cubs bar. Yeah. It was just a interesting dissection of fans. That's I would ra- all day long rather go to a Cubs bar than a, a Cardinals bar. I would too, but the guy who owned the Cardinals bar had that restaurant for 30 plus years. I, I like that. That's fine. He made the best ribeye sandwich I've ever had. Oh, really? Called Big City Ribeye. High praise. Very high praise. Best ribeye sandwich you've ever had in the middle of Illinois. No, yeah, and he let me come back into the kitchen and show me how he made it. That's cool. Come on. Treat it like royalty. That's awesome. That feels good. It feels great. Yeah, man. And then just shooting the shit. Just just hanging with him in the kitchen. He's asking me about comedy. I was asking about cooking. This guy made everything in the fuck. He was like, oh, yeah, special today. General So's chicken. Just makes it from scratch in the kitchen. Really? Dude, the guy was, I was like, you're, do, you're putting out these crazy bar dishes in the middle and of nowhere. And this is in Mason City? Yeah. So Mason City has a population of what? 2,000. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's just... A population of 2,000 in towns anywhere near it? Yeah, so Springfield was an hour. Okay, Springfield's a, a city. Yeah, that's where I went. Yeah. I went there for, I went to the Lincoln Museum. Yeah, saw that the on Facebook. Yes. Uh, actually, I got something for you. You got something for me? I did. What? So, the Lincoln Museum. So you put this on your story. You put this up often when you're gone. Yeah. You're like, oh, they don't. They fucking forgot my name. You're kidding. They, of course, they have a Lee. They oh. got a Lee. <laughs> it is a Lee pocket knife that says Abraham Lincoln on the back. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was like, man. you know what? Where else to get a weapon? It says Lee. Yeah. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> You're welcome. That is very fucking. It's got A Lincoln on the back, man. That, a Lincoln. That rules. Thank you, dude. You're welcome. A Lincoln means the Lincoln. Yes, a Lincoln. The fucking Lincoln. Dude, you know what the craziest thing they sold in that gift shop was? Tell me. The replica gun that killed Lincoln. They sold it? Dude, I'm not kidding. As a toy gun. What, like 75 bucks? Dude. Probably pretty spency. Was 25 it like me- bucks. Was I got it a metal or plastic? It was a plastic. Look at that. It's a plastic cap gun. Wow. There you go. A- That's pretty fucking cool. I would have bought that. If I had eaten an edible on the way there, <laughs> I would have totally bought that. 
It was tough to not buy. Well, but you bought, bought me a that. pocket knife, and thank you very much, of man. I, I am quite touched. Oh, and then I you got get a, yourself something in there? No, this is for Alicia. Uh, it's a pen that says Alicia. And it's even spelled right. And it's spelled correctly, and it's got A. Lincoln on the back. A. Lincoln on the back, baby. Not just A. Lincoln. The Lincoln. The Abraham Lincoln. Dude, the museum was hilarious. I'm I learned touched. nothing. Oh, yeah? No, no, it was hilarious. Because you go in and they didn't, you know, like, Mary Todd Lincoln's fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was, like, out of her mind. Yeah, Toys in the Attic Yeah. is what they said about her, yes. which is where the saying comes from. Yes. And I found this out. Uh, the That's where the phrase comes from. And then they call the place where you drop your little kids off to play Mary Todd Lincoln's Attic. Really? So it's like they have toys in and this it's, place. It, because she had toys in the attic. Because she was crazy. That's fun. Mary Todd's Lincoln Attic. It is super fun. That's cool. In case you want to go to the Abraham Lincoln Museum and ditch your kids. Ditch and just leave them with a crazy person. Yeah, I was about to say. And a daycare named after an insane woman. But they never mentioned that she was crazy. They were just like, she was really sad because her kid died. That was it. Nothing about her being batshit oh, it's crazy. It's a really wild moment in history because... You know, obviously we'll never know. Yeah. But from all of the anecdotes and stories and stuff, Abraham and Mary Todd Lincoln were just full on mentally ill together yep. in the White House. And he had a, Abraham Lincoln supposedly had a live-in lover. Yes. That was a man. So I've heard. Gay Abraham. Gay Abraham. Gay Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Hell yeah. There you go. I That's love that. That's wild. That's good. Yeah. So you did learn a little something. I learned that not at the museum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I learned that from uh, people saying like, oh, you're going to the Abraham Lincoln Museum? Do you know he was gay? And I'm like, well, I learned more up here than the 15 bucks I spent going in there. Worth it. For sure worth it. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, and I, what else was I going to do? Yeah. I'm in Mason. Not I'm not much. trying to be a dick, but there was not much to do in Mason that's City. That's so fucking crazy that there is a comedy club there. Yeah. So the room is, it's a small little like black box? Yeah, like 60 people, tallish ceilings, like probably 20 foot ceilings, but it's like a shotgun. Yeah. Fits 60. The guy who owns it, Chris, has been doing comedy since 1988. And he like, he ran the club, lived above the club, lives above the club, bartends during the shows, ends the manager, and books. It was like, he does everything. That's incredible. You don't see that a whole lot. That's incredible. It was, so, I mean, it's like, is the idea, the reason why it's such a small room is because Mason City itself, such a small town. I mean, yeah. are you drawing people from Springfield? Yeah, there were some people that showed up from Springfield. Some people showed up from Lincoln, which was like 30 minutes away. Okay. You know, but, it, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, you can't, what, are you going to have a 250-seater in the middle of nowhere yeah, with no, nothing to no, draw? And you're right. And you're right. That's so crazy that, they, that there is a club there. But, man, that's, that's I, very romantic. It was awesome. Just an old comic just keeping open a little room in the middle mm -hmm. of the country. I love it. And he had a guy there uh, who's also been doing comedy forever named John who came in. He's like, I go out and I drive around and I promote it. And then people, every person that came in on Saturday, they're like, hey, good to see you again, shaking hands. Like, they were giving him the tickets that they bought from him. Yeah. Like, it was pretty rad. That's wild. And I'm like, this is old Just school a, comedy. a little mom and pop. Yeah, dude. That's fucking crazy. So, who all was on the show? It was uh, Chris Spire. Chris who hosted. Owned, hosted. Yeah. John Kirby did a guest spot. And then this, who promoted it? Who promoted it? Okay. And then Trey, I forget his last name, but he's a comic out of Bloomington. Okay. Illinois. Super funny, dude. Okay. And, dude, his day job, 
him and his buddy, who also is a comic, they make balloon structures. I'm not talking like going to a party making balloon animals. No, live balloon twisting where... Where they'll make like a fucking statue of Dude, something. he made a 25-foot-tall balloon spider that he put on the side of his house for what? Halloween. Yes. And he'll do it live? Live. Like at festivals? Hire him. They'll, people will hire him in birthday parties, all that shit. That's pretty fucking sweet. He made a Christmas tree for like a nursing home. Like he's just balloons. showing me this while his buddy, who's like, yeah, we do that, is just fiddling with a Rubik's Cube and nailing it in 20 so seconds. So just a bunch of beautiful fucking weirdos. Amazing. Yeah, dude. In the middle of you Illinois. You got a balloon artist slash comedian. Where else do you see that? You'd have to go to the middle of Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to go. Oh, there's probably a couple of them in New York. Oh, for sure. That's really fucking cool, though. But the cherry on top was he was super funny. Yeah, he and did he well. Middled. Yeah, he did really well. So, like, I'd, Chris goes up, does what? Five. Mm, more like ten. Seven, seven, ten. Ten minutes. Yeah. And then Guest spot from the promoter. Did ten. Okay. It was so funny. Chris is up there and he's like pointing at the table and going, oh, yeah, yeah, you got the bucket, bucket of uh, course Lights. And then launched into his next joke. Yeah, yeah. And then like was taking drink orders in, in between introducing people. Yeah. And like. And show was good. Show was great. Fun. On Saturday. We didn't have enough on Friday, which is fine. It was yeah. beautiful. And I was like, I don't even want to be in here. Yes. So then we just ho- we just hung out in the lobby of the club and they just told old road stories. That's fucking funny. It was it was Chris the best. Spire. I don't know why I've heard that name. Because he's been around. Yeah, Chris forever. Spire. Who knows? He's Is he great. A Chicago guy. No, no. Mason City. He's from Dayton. Okay. He lived started in Dayton and then moved around a little bit and then he's owned that club for thirteen years. Fucking a. It was awesome. I figured it was brand new. No, no, thirteen Forever. years. Yeah, they said they opened the weekend. I think the first show they had, they were like, uh, who did they? I think they had Greg Warren. I was about line. to ask like who the biggest name is that's gone through there. Biggest name? They say, oh, people come in and go, hey, when are you gonna have Donnie Baker back? Oh yeah, love dude. Donnie. Baker. Oh yeah, I bet he they could sell out. Donnie might not even be able to go back to Mason City Limits now. If that room's capped at sixty, they'd have yeah. to be a hundred dollar tickets, and he'd have to do ten shows. Exactly. You know, uh, damn, that's a shame. I know. That's a damn shame. It's a real damn shame. It's a crying shame. Uh, and then uh, it was, dude, if they, anyone's look like, it's just awesome. You know, I mean, like we're lucky. We have Go Bananas Independent yeah. Club. Like, and this guy's like, Trey was like, yeah, I live in Bloomington. I drive down here and do this because, you know, it's an independent club. It's 45 minutes from my house. Yeah. But it's also, where else do you find this? I'm like, it's tough to find anymore, yeah, man. man. It's Only tough. a handful of them. I know. That's fucking cool. Well, yeah, I'd love to work it. I'll take Chris's number. Yeah, I got you for sure, man. It's great. Um, I had a fun weekend. Uh, Thursday went to Indianapolis, played Helium. Same story, small room, not a ton of people. There were like fourteen, fifteen people there, but we had a great time. It's kind of where I've been right now. That's what comedy is in the fucking beginning of spring. Yeah. Is you're competing. It's hard to get people out anyway, and now you're competing with Mother Nature. Dude, competing against the sun is hard. Yeah. <laughs> the sun, sun and the blue skies <laughs> and a slight breeze and patios yep. that serve beer. Yep. It's hard to go against that. It's hard to go against a fucking park yeah, after or, you, or a nature preserve. Yeah, after you've been cooped up for fucking four months. Yeah, but... You know, as we both proved this past weekend, you if you got a small room, you give them a good show. That's right. It was fun. So, yeah, I, that, I didn't even equate that, really. I got one good show on Saturday. The early show on Saturday okay. was like 85 people. 
Okay. The late show on Saturday was like 30, 35, but it was the, it just the planets aligned perfectly and the room was seated perfectly. Oh, it was like nobody that. was like, "Ah, eh, we'd like a high top." Nope. It was it was just it was like 35 people and then 30 the first 35 seats around the stage were just all filled. Honestly, that's all you need. So we were cooking. Yeah, it was fun as shit. Sam Talent came and did a guest spot. What cuz he was at uh, He was at Taft with Tim Dillon. Dude, it was so wild. Can yeah. I say this a couple weeks ago I was driving by and saw a billboard for Tim Dillon on 471? No way. It was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, man, that's wild. He's uh he it's crazy to think that he headlined Go Bananas in 2018 <laughs> and had fucking 70 people at the early show. Wow. I know. Who weren't there for him. No, they were just like, ah, let's go see comedy. Yeah, that was a meteoric rise. Yeah, and it's also proves crazy. like, go, just go to, a, go to a comedy club. You never know what could happen. I was just listening to um, his most recent podcast that dropped, and Tim Dillon uh, dropped a new sponsor, Athletic Greens. Shut up. Yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Tim Dillon, sponsored by AG1. Wow. I, it just seems like a great product. I mean, if podcasts like Tim Dillon, the Tim Dillon podcast, yeah. one of the most highly downloaded podcasts of all time, he's doing reads for Athletic Greens. It would be great if we could, too. Oh, wait a minute. Tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to start your day right. It only costs $3 a day. No sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. It's time to reclaim your health. That's it. No need for a million different pills. Just one scoop to look out for your health. Uh, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Perfectly red, baby. And if you want to get really healthy and talk online and a live audio-only platform, Yep. It's like a podcast that you can chime in on or sure. a live podcast of sorts. Then you need to hop on over to the uh, the iOS app store. You gotta download Colorcast. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta, gotta get download on. the Colorcast app. You can talk to uh, sports insiders, people like yourselves, athletes. Uh, it's good for debates. It's good for watching a game. Maybe you and your boys are uh, on separate coasts. Yeah. I know that's the case with you. All the time. Download Colorcast, throw it on. You can just talk with your boys live, watch a game. That'd be pretty fun. Uh, you just go download ColorCast app in the iOS app store. It's free 99. Can't get much better yep. than free. And uh, yeah, link it up to your Twitter profile. Yep. Search us. Search at the new Nasty Boys. You'll, You'll find us. You, wi- and, you, uh, you and, will. And we're going to go live sometime. So uh, Check it out. Yeah, so that's true. Come with your spiciest takes. Come with your spiciest takes. Scoble level 50. Now, I, w- I would like to say I have been coming with spicy takes for many years about Wrigley Field. Oh, yes. I have. I would like to let you know oh, I was... a trash can? It's a trash can. It's overrated. It's just, it's just cramped. It's hard to get around. Look, I, f- I went with friend of the pod, Danny Rocket, on Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> it is... And I sat in the bleachers. I would like to take back everything I ever said. So they, what, you had some room? Dude, I had room. Well, I had someone navigating me. Yeah, you had a, a, an expert. I had a, sh- I had a shaman. Uh, yeah, a Wrigley shaman. shaman a Wrigley Sherpa who took me all the way around. We got into the bleachers. And it is probably the most magical place in baseball. Yeah. 
Because, dude, we get down, we get in, we we finagle our way in, because we we had a it's a whole thing, it's a whole scam, it's pretty sweet. Um, but I'm not gonna go into details. I don't want to ruin it for some people. But um, we get in, we go to our spot. I'm with Joe Kilgon. Oh yeah, he because Danny was like, "You should come. Billy's gonna come up. You guys can finally meet." And I was Joey like, Kilgallon. sick, yeah, dude." And then we and then like all of the people were locked in, engaged, knowledgeable, like were operating as a unit, watching the game, watching the game, dude. It was raining, and there was a dude with a scorebook with a plastic bag over it, so he could keep score. So his hand was, was in the raining. plastic bag. Yes. That's some next level fanhood. Two people doing that. That's crazy. Dude, one dude brought like snowmobile pants for when it started to drizzle again. So he had his shorts on. He went, ah, shit. And then just put on these snowmobile pants when it started raining. And they would take them on and off. Like they were just prepared. That's brilliant. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Chicago, Yeah, I always forget on the drive into Chicago because I know it's a big city. Huge. It's the, what, top four biggest in the country? It's so gigantic. I mean, there's like upwards of five, six million people, seven million people that yeah. live there. You're going to get some diehards. I'd probably say, if you're looking at North America, you go New York, Toronto, L.A. Dallas-Fort Worth is getting up there now. It's huge. Yeah. So I think Chicago, it's like neck and neck. With, yeah. And Dallas is right behind it. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, man. Chicago's huge city. You go there, and it's... People love it. Yeah. I just went to Great American Ballpark, and it was, it was not quite the same experience. No, it probably wasn't. I will say it was a perfect day. It was gorgeous. If anything, too hot. I mean, damn. Yeah. It was like 83 in Cincy. It was fucking great. You look bronzed. I mean, look at that. Yeah, look at this. Got a little farmer's tan. I got kissed by the sun. I'm feeling yeah. good. I got my vitamin D. You look great. Not from Athletic Greens, though. Yeah, not from AG1. That's not right. yet. Um, <laughs> it was... Yeah, disheartening and heartening. The people that were there, it was a Sunday, beautiful game, family day. You're going to get more people out. Yeah. I never believe the official attendance. I think they, they just throw out a random number. Sure. They said there was like 2,400 or something. That's probably including tickets sold on StubHub. I'm sure. I would be shocked if there were 24,000 people at the stadium. Yeah. Down there in that lower bowl mm -hmm. was pretty thick. And I will say... They were given some love. Okay. They were trying to. At least, like, every player got an ovation from a very sparse crowd. Sure. You could tell that there were people there trying to say, hey, players, we love you. <laughs> when we say fuck the Reds, we're not talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're talking about the people up and back. And it was cool. Lodolo, people were locked in for Lodolo. Dude, he pushed. It was the fucking first time he's looked good in, on the major league level. He looked good against San Diego. He looked fine, but, but he didn't. It, he it he looked like an ace. It wasn't complete. He looked like a fucking ace. That yeah. third time through the lineup, they saw him mm -hmm. and barreled up four balls in a row. Two of them found the gap. Two of them found a glove. Yeah. Sinzel made a great catch. Yeah. Or no, he got one off the short hop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got one off the short hop, but he didn't get hurt. That's huge. Um, man, when he got when Sinzel got picked off going back to first base oh. and then came up hurting his hand. I was like, really? We're doing this again? Man, how about, I don't know. Not to sound like <laughs> such a fan or whatever, because, you know, I'm a player first guy. We both are. Sure. Dude, if you just, if you stay in the game, 
you get a couple more ABs, you throw a ball in from the outfield a couple more times with that right hand, then it didn't fucking hurt enough for you to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> and even right. if it did, suck it the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oxygen that got sucked out of that, it was, there was no air in that stadium. No, but we're so... And then Sinzel comes back after a base running blunder while he's batting a buck oh five <laughs> and crinkles up his hand. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it maybe... It, yeah, if he was batting 350, I wouldn't be having this. Sure. Stance, but it was just, it was just, could not have been more of the same syndrome. Sure. I was just like, oh, look, he's underperforming and he's hurt. Great. Cool. Well, give the guy credit. It is like his third game back. I know, but still, I mean, I was just found, you find yourself at a game. It was very romantic. There was some stuff that I loved. I had some great moments. I yelled, I love you, Joey. Oh. Seeing Joey or seeing Pujols. And the battery of Wainwright Molina. It's special, huh? It was crazy. It felt like I was 12 years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It felt like I was 12. So that was cool. Booed Yachty. Oh, that's got to be. Cheered Wainwright. You know, the, uh, Wainwright, his worst record in ERA against any team in the league in his history is the Reds. Oh, in his whole career. It. He's got like a 5.78 ERA in mm. 20 seasons against the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking rules. We, we just light, have his number. We light him up. Yeah. The only soft tosser that we've had a number, like his number for his entire career. Yeah, for sure. if you look at it, look around like recently, other soft tossers. Oh, just annihilate us. Yeah. Kyle Hendricks is the definition of guy you want to throw out every day against the Reds. Yeah. Rich Hill. Yeah. Dick Mountain. Dick Mountain. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had that cool nickname. It'd be great. Dick Mountain. Dick Mountain. You kind of live a pile, atop a pile of dicks. <laughs> you know, you got arrested a couple years ago. Dick Mountain did? Yeah, at a Patriots game. He was all drunk and was jumping on top of a car and then like tried to hop a fence to get into Gillette. And then they were like, hey, man, you can't do that. And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm Dick Mountain. Damn, and they that's... they were like, you're in cuffs now. That's amazing. That? He's like 6'5". <laughs> that rules. I love that kind of five, story. 5'3". Three. 5'3". Three. Yeah, all dick. His penis, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. All smalge. But, I mean... Um, anything else? What'd you eat? Did you get a Wrigley dog? Dude, come on. Look, here's what I did. All right. Uh, we were like right next, right behind Ben Gamel. So we were heckling him. The, the Cub fans deemed him the whole weekend Gamel Toe. Gamel Toe. Pretty good. I was like, I agree with that nickname. Solid. Uh, he was chirping back at us. Um, I got to watch. So it's awesome. He was chirping back? He was chirping back. Oh, fuck yeah. That's, That's what Wrigley's known for. That's fun. And I got to be a part of it. Uh, dude, they're so both bleacher sides heckle each other uh, in the middle of a, in the middle of an inning. Like Danny just started going right side bleachers suck. And then left goes left side bleachers suck or whatever. Flip flop. Yeah. Just go and do that the whole time. I got to see a cup snake be born. That's cool. It was amazing. You got a full Wrigley experience. Full, dude. And it was like almost all the way from the basket to the top of the right field. Goddamn Wrigley Sunday day game. Sunday day game. I got a like a, a Hungarian smoked sausage with Gouda cheese. Why not? Come on. Why not? And then after the game, got a big old owl's beef. Owl's beef. Some Italian beef dipped in the sauce. Mm. Oh, buddy. If I lived in if I lived in Chicago, I wouldn't be able to fit in this chair. Truly, you'd be five hundred pounds. Hot dogs. Well, there's already Cincinnati chili here, but yeah. Chicago hot dogs, something special. It's a little more girthy. 
Yeah, a lot more ingredients. Yeah, you know, you that's what I'm saying. It's like more. It's more girth. It's more, more going in your body. Right. If you eat five cheese conies, that's a, that's a lot. That yes, it is. But that's like two and a half, three Chicago dogs. Agreed. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, you know Italian beef, which is just like French bread, a special type of like pork butt that they cook and. It just melts in your mouth. Yeah. So when I got a sandwich this big and fries. Yeah. And then deep dish pizza, which whatever. But still, if that is like the cornerstones of the of scenic of like the food there. Yeah. That's what you got. Dude, I'd have wheels for feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what would happen. You would be in a wheel. You'd be in a rascal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You got to make sacrifices for where you live. There you, know? you go. I'm proud of you for not moving <laughs> to Chicago and getting diabetes <laughs> type two. <laughs> Oh, how'd Billy die? He was drinking the, the Italian beef Yeah, it was a whole sauce. thing. He was drinking... He dove in a vat of Gouda cheese <laughs> and drowned. Yeah, he actually died choking on 20 sport peppers. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, the peppers are good. Dude, so... Chicago, excellent city. Um, did the Cubbies win? They dropped three out of four to the Pirates. After... In one of the games they won was 21 to nothing? The only one they won. What the fuck is that about? You know how many home runs were hit in that game? How many? One home run, just, just spraying the ball, just spraying the ball all yeah. over. What they have, twenty five hits? Yeah, some ridiculous. That's third. absurd. Yeah, they just spent them all that day. But dude, it was like the Pirates bullpen is a lot better than 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 what we think it should be. That had the potential to happen when you have a roster one through forty, where you literally don't know anyone on the team. There is bound to be an element of that team where yep. you're like, oh, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Just law of averages. Yep. They will have, with the amount of fucking lot, I mean, we're talking about lottery picks. That's their entire everything. Yeah. I mean, their whole roster right now are scratch offs or futures, you know, or right. just like young prospects right. who could be in AAA right now. Right. Where they've got Key Brian Hayes at third, Brian Reynolds, and then just a AAA ball club. Yeah. A AAA team. Oh, dude, I got to see something crazy happen, though. I think it was the seventh inning. And you know who plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Our dear, dear, dear old friend Heath Hembry. Oh, is he on the squad? Not only is he on the squad, I watched him give up a homer. Oh, nice. To, uh, not much has changed. Not much has changed. Just You've to, probably seen that in a red stadium. Uh-huh. It was uh, beautiful. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, thank God he'll be able to come to GABP and hurl a fat one up for us. Give up a home run. Ah. Uh, mm, yes. Brought warmth. But they lost four to three, four to... They lost four to three twice and then like four to two. They just couldn't, the Cubs couldn't get runs across. And that team, man, like I was talking like, I was like, so what's your guys' plan? And they're like, well, we got all of our talents in single A and double A right now. And what they have up there right now is waiting out Jason Hayward. Yep. Because is this his last year? No. Jesus. His last year is next year. How do they, I mean... I know it would be a doozy to just eat whatever he's making right now. But, but they can. They're the Cubs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How is he on the roster? You DFA that guy. They're operating like they're a small market. Like I was talking with Joe and uh, Danny about it. And they're like, they just keep operating like we're in this small fucking market, like we're in your market. And I'm like, well, we're not actually that small. We could be operating a little bit bigger in our shoes, but we choose not to. Yeah, but Chicago, like we were just saying, there's nothing about Chicago that's small. It's the entire Midwest team. It's it, like it's, Illinois, Indiana, and then the city of Chicago Iowa. itself. 
Yep. Iowa. Kansas. Yep. Dude, it is the capital of the Midwest. Yes. And yet they're just like, oh, well. No, you're not small market just because you play in Wrigley Field. No. No, you are. It you, looks like a Little League park. No. But you're, it, you're, you're in Chicago. Dude, you play in a town where they're, it's so big that there has to be another baseball team. Yeah, right. Yes, not a small market. Not a small market. And That's so funny. I've had that thought in my head like my whole life. Mm-hmm. Just like the just the connotation between Cubs and like just the little team that could a little squappy wappy and it's like what, what are we talking about <laughs> yeah we're the lovable losers no you're idiots yes you're you idiot GMs idiot owners like what minus are we, Theo who Jesus turn that fucker around yeah. real quick yeah and then he left and he was like oh, I see the writing on the wall I'm just gonna go and try and fix the game yeah right God love him yeah. But I was like talking to them, they're like, yeah, there's no reason for us to operate like this. Yeah. There's none. None. Like they have Suzuki, who he is impressive. He can mash. Play. He can mash and he's smart and he's selective. Good ABs. Great ABs. I'm excited to see the adjustments he makes. A lot of pitches. Yes. And uh, to that point, you know, I he ain't never going to be a star. But Alejo Lopez, the, the numbers aren't there right now. I but, love that dude. But killer at bats. Guaranteed yep. eight pitch at bat to him. Yep. He's Guaranteed eight pitch at bat. Works the count and then just shoots it through the gap. Yeah. And, dude, first, second, Plays every position. third, left, right. Yeah. Set, like, you can put him everywhere. He, he won't go back to Louisville. He shouldn't, but you have your roster shrinking May 1st. Yeah. You so go to he 26. Might. Dude, if, okay. All right. Let's jump the gun and get into this. Yeah. Who are you DFAing? I have my Aquino. Office. For sure. I mean, do you DFA? Do you DFA Riddle? I mean, it, yes. yeah. I mean, you have to. Shout out JT Riddle. He got a fucking hit in an RBI, and I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> Frankfurt's finest. Smoked it. JT Riddle, a Western Hills Wolverine, played beer pong with that guy. Did you beat him, or were you a team? Were you partners? Nope. He beat us. He beat our team. But Damn. him and him and Trevor got one co baseball Mister Baseball in 2010 in Kentucky. Wow. Yeah, he was a stud. They both went to UK. Good career. JT Riddle started for the Marlins for a little while. Yeah. But that was cool to see him get another shot. Just, yeah. you know, beautiful. It was cool to see him get a get a shot right across the river from his home state. Of course. I, I loved that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aquino, goodbye. I mean, yep. this is so fucking crazy just because it wouldn't be a money saver. But, like, the just... Tell Moose to take a fucking hike. There's no way they would eat that money. Yeah, they can't. And he's on the injured list. So. Who do you DFA? Hmm. I'm DFAing for sure Aquino. Dude, I mean, how how is this guy? Dude, there's just no way. Can't be on the roster. None. What are we doing here? No. The guy is completely lost up there. He's not going to find the magic he had in no, 2019. No, it's never happened. And it was just one month. It was one month, one September in 2019. Yeah. He's not going to find it again. Nope. Sorry, gang, team. Not going to happen. Um, and I think that's almost a sure thing, yeah? Oh, for sure. Um, man, you know, the other guy, that's tough. I'm trying to think here about who... Because I think, Aquino, I think if you're drawing Aquino sh- has no more options, but Correct. we're talking about another person that we could st- send down to AAA. Sure, if short straws come to short straws, it would you would have to 
I think you would have to probably send down Alejo Lopez as much as it sucks. Yeah, I think it would be him. It has to be. He has options. Um, and TJ Friel got reinstated but then sent back down to AAA. And he should have been up here getting those ABs that Aquino was. 100%. That guy is a guy that you think could be something. Yes, could have hit for average, little yeah. pop. Instead, you got a, a clear mouth breather who can't see the ball. A strikeout machine. Yep. Yeah, I mean, a strikeout machine. Even by today's standards, he strikes out too much. Dude, it was like he struck out 20... 25 times in 37 ABs. Yeah. Something astronomically silly. I could strike him out. Dude, we both, yep. We both could strike him yes. out. Just yes. high cheese. Yeah. Well, not cheese. I mean, he would hit my 84 mile per hour fastball. Oh, you're saying you would throw a slider low and outside? I would just throw like a fucking Ephus curveball. Strike the man out. Yeah, bull Zach Grinky. Yeah. Dude, what they're doing down in Tampa with Brett Phillips getting so many innings is so awesome. It's hilarious. It rules. It's good for the game. They're in a lot of games. I mean, they're beating the brakes off of people. And then they're, they're also just throwing them in. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Just save their arms. It's fun. And he's a fun dude. Brett Phillips great rules. Ambassador. Great ambassador. Great for ambassador the for the game. And he's just like, you know, a, a slightly above average role guy who is like a face of the league. Right. And it rules. I love Brett Phillips. Um, so we've got some interesting things coming up here. We don't really, we don't really need to recap because we all know what the fuck happened. The only thing I really want to get into is a couple things. Um, one, man, I, I don't think San Martin is going to be a every, is not going to be in the Not a starter. He's a good swing guy. He can get you three. I mean, he's a good six guy if you're, if you're desperate, but he is a guy coming out of the pen. Yep. I mean, there's he's just so wildly inconsistent. I mean, that start he had against the Dodgers was great, but then again this week against against the Padres. And it was bad. Very bad. You had five and a third, eight hits, five earned runs, one walk, four Ks. The good news is there, if you look at it, one walk and four Ks, he's pounding the strike zone. Yeah. But he's just getting hit. It sucks, but I don't I don't I mean which is fine because guess what? You put him in the pen. And Luis Castillo's coming back. Yeah, he just had a rehab start. We need Louis back, baby. We need him back. We need him back in a bad way. Real bad. He, um, I just read a thing. Centillon had another good outing he on th- Sunday. He threw 35 pitches over two simulated innings in a live bullpen at Petco. And then he had a rehab start at Dayton. And he pitched two and a third innings. Yes. Yeah. Like three hits and a couple earned runs. Whatever. But he was pitching he just again. Throw, yes. Moving his body like a pitcher. Correct. And it's just like whatever. Which whatever is happens, what rehab happens. is. Yeah. Exactly. So then that's your guy you swap out and put in. Yeah. And you, anybody in the, anybody in that bullpen right now with, some, I mean, Sims being back and. Sims looked good. Sims was great. Yesterday. He, he, uh, there was a serious pop to the mitt. I mean, he was his, he's the freshest guy we have, yeah. but still, I mean, he... Uh, you might have to send Hendricks back down. I think that might be your... That might be your move there, champ. Because I'm looking here, and uh, Strickland has looked, is, is, hasn't gotten blown up in the past week. I mean, these are all such small sample sizes. Yeah. You know what's really bothering me is they're saying, like, you know, if, they're, if there's a team that people have chosen to be like, oh, they're going to be good. You know, the green rises at the top. I understand that. And they say, oh, don't worry. There's plenty of time. But then you just can't look at the Reds and go, ah, whatever. They're just going to get their shit kicked in all the time. Who yeah, cares? We're, we're exactly. going to see a lot of this. Like, well, isn't there also a lot of the season left for them to bounce back and get healthy and to at least be close to average? Sure. Instead of saying that they're going to immediately be a 100-loss team and be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on. 
It's not looking great, but at the same time, it will get better. Yeah, man. You get Joey on the right track. You get India back. You get... I mean, Solano could come in. Who knows? He's an unknown entity to the Reds. I think he's going to be a huge part of it. Right. What I'm saying, it's like we there's plenty to be excited about, about Donovan Solano. Um, Moran's gotten his bat together in this past week. Yes, he did. F- about fucking time. Yeah, I loved, I loved him in the DH spot last night or yesterday. I did Good too. move. I Just did another too. left-handed bat. Who hits right-handed pitching. And is at Great American. He didn't get into one last night, but like, mm-hmm. but still, that's why we signed him. Right. He didn't fuck anything up. No. You know? Fart Warrens look good. Yes. Another guy. I mean, even yesterday, he had a hold. Two strikeouts, one walk. Fart Warren, Buck Farmer. Buck Farmer, Buck Buck Ground Chuck. Yes, he's a... These are all guys who, <laughs> you know, these are all guys who were like, you know... Especially just in the rebuild mentality, it you would like to think that people are re- at least really pushing themselves now, just being like, "I'm." St- you're still trying to make this team unless you're like five dudes. Correct. You know what I'm saying? There's like six guys. Other than that, Louisville is an option for you, motherfucker. Yep. You know? You can keep going up, back up and down I-71. You just keep on trucking. Passed by that bat stadium last night, man. That place is sick. Dude, it's so cool. We need to go down. Yeah, it's a cool field. I'm trying to look up and see like exactly what Moran's done in the past five games. So basically, you know, the past week. Um, Where we are one and four, by the way. <laughs> hey, man, it's better than 0 and 5. Yeah. I'm the secret touch, dude. Dude, you you know what? You and then Joey Votto posting on TikTok. Mm-hmm. They're now 3-0 and on TikTok. Three and O on TikTok is that a fact? That is. I didn't know that, brother. That's a fact. Man, get the man on the talk. I wouldn't lie to you about something this serious with Joey Votto's TikToks. So four, four to one, good guys. Mm-hmm. Trying to pull up the box here for it's a you. Fun game, man. God, Just that was look a at fun his past game. information, Moran. Here it is. Are we ready? Strapped in. In his last seven games, Colin Moran is uh, five for twenty with two ribs, two walks, six Ks. He's got a two hundred and fifty average, three hundred four on base, three hundred slugging. Not great, but it's better than point zero one. Yeah, I was about to say. Or I like mean, point eight. Betting two hundred and fifty on this team right now is the equivalent of batting four hundred and fifty. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it was wild. My girl doesn't know shit about baseball, and she's and they're you know they're coming up, and she's looking at the at the uh, at the scoreboard, and she's like. A lot of guys under point two zero zero. I was like, "Yeah, that's called the Mendoza line, honey." Yeah, sorry, it's very bad. Yeah, it was wild. What is Senzel doing out in center? No clue. How did he lose that in the lights yesterday? How did he lose know. that in the shadows? I don't know, man. Was that was that tomorrow? Was that yesterday? Or was that Saturday? I don't think it was yesterday. It was Saturday. Yeah. then. it was that weird f- six o'clock. Yeah, I'm not shadow. Yeah. That's why games start at 7.10, so you don't have those wild-ass shadows. Yeah. Hey, maybe instead of planning around like, oh, people stay downtown and all this stuff, look at the sun. Just a thought. Yeah, Senzel. Um, but, I mean, he has been hitting the cover off the ball since he's gotten back from his stomach bug. He had a nice game yesterday. Yeah. I mean, watching him smack and barrel him up and push him back in the right center field or the right field good. corner. It's like, hey, that's... Vin- that's what you do. It's weird to say vintage Senzel. You're right. But when I think vintage Senzel, I'm thinking that first part when he got, like, the first three months when he got brought up. Yeah, I was at the game when he hit three dingers to right field. That, yeah, he got robbed. Remember, he got, who the fuck yeah. robbed him in, in center oh, field? Oh, for four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't 
can't remember. Maybe Bader. No, it was against the Giants. Oh yeah, um, I don't know. Was it Pilar? I think it was Kevin Pilar. He was want to do that. He was very want to do that. Um, but in his last seven games, the numbers don't translate at all. Twenty-one ABs, three hits. Two ribbies, one walk, six Ks, one forty three, one eighty two, one ninety slash line. Yeah, one yeah, all in the ones on that slash. Yikes. Not what you want, Nicholas. Not what you want. Uh the Padres are just really good at baseball. It's a good team. They're only going to get better when they get Tatis back. Top to bottom. They're, that team right now doesn't even have Tatis Jr., dude. No, and they don't have, they have a slumping Cronenworth. They have yeah. a slow start Cronenworth. Yeah. Yeah, that team's only going to get nastier, Jesus. and their and their rotation is filth. With Manea, yeah. Darvish, they don't even have Clevenger yet. I know. Imagine when Musgrove. he comes back. I know it's a fucking filthy team. You know what's really nice is that that team immediately comes right back here. Yep. For tomorrow. Three. Yeah, for a three spot. Yeah. At least we're at home. <laughs> that is true. At least we're at home, so you know, not a lot of people are going to see it happen live. <laughs> That's a really great way to put it. It's not going to happen in front of a sellout. Uh, you know what? That also means I think it will have been a week since uh, Luke Voigt dropped the fucking people's elbow. Yeah, dude, that Tyler shit was Stevenson. whack. And the fact that nothing came of that. How do you not throw that dude out? You throw him out and he gets a suspension. I mean, he he, he pile-drived him. Yeah. And then after the game, he was laughing when they got asked the question. Like, hey, do you feel bad about it? He's like, ha, 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 ha. No. Yeah. No, I'm a beef boy. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he's a big fucking musclehead meat boy. Just a dumbass. Fuck. Yeah, that made me mad. He's got ground chuck for brains. And then, uh, what's his name? Tommy Pham with uh, the comment. Hey, I got a lot of buddies with the gym if you want to get together and fight. Dude, a Muay Thai gym. Yeah. And he was just like moving, like dead serious. Like he was like, I'll fucking whoop ass. After. The comments where he they said uh, where he said he's like oh I'm here to get mine yeah and everyone's like he's not a team player and then his teammate gets knocked the fuck out and he turns around and he says I will fight I will fight you at a gym yeah <laughs> I'll fight this ox yeah across the hallway I take fam dude if the guy yep. crazy enough to do that no I take small and crazy over thick and stupid yeah no doubt ten dude. times small and ten. crazy over thick and stupid. It's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, it's a good one. It's a solid one. Yes, and that's but that's I mean, exactly what that situation is. One hundred percent. And I hope. I mean, it's a, he, he, once Stevenson gets back again, that's another guy that's going to help your offense click again. And um, I wasn't worried. I'll I'll ask at the end of the statement here, but like I wasn't worried about Hunter Green's last start. Only hitting ninety six, only going three and a third, because he wasn't throwing to Tyler. Yeah. He was throwing to uh, uh, Garcia. Yeah, and guess what? He hasn't caught him before. Different thing. Whole other beast. Imagine trying to catch one hundred one. One hundred two. Yeah, exactly. And it looks. I think Hunter was like, "I'm gonna try not to murder this guy." Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get him sent down to Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to have. I don't want to break a face guard or dent the fucking. I don't want to make him lose an eye, basically. Uh, but I wasn't worried. Were you worried after you saw like he only pitched three and a third? Initially, it was worrisome, but that's just another fucking thing to worry about. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Overall, I'm not worried. Get Ty Steve back there behind the dish. Right. Run, run Green out there again. Which hopefully is tomorrow. Yes. With Tyler. Right. Yeah. Fucking, not worried. Yeah. Yeah. Voight should have gotten something. Right. 
Should have gotten something. Should have gotten a fine. Should have gotten something. Do you expect retaliation this week? Because mm. they pulled him from the... They didn't let him play the last game. Yeah, and he will get plunked. And Stevenson's going to be behind the dish calling the plunking. And he's just going to hit could, him. And it could get beefy. I think so. I think. Oh, it'll get plunked. real beefy. Real beefy real quick. Yeah, dude. You see you see before... before like, he, like As the pitcher is winding up, you see Fam just sprinting in from left field. <laughs> Dead Dude, sprint, but Tom- he gets pegged and he's already past the shortstop. <laughs> Tommy Pham has the type of energy that when it does break out, he's going to get really close and sneak up behind on Luke Voigt and pull a shiv out yeah. of his sock and yes. slice his Achilles Yeah, tendon. man. He's got the stabbies. Yeah, he knows how to... He's been stabbed. So he, he knows, knows his to. way around getting stabbed. <laughs> he knows the pressure points. Yes, he does. Right where to cut you dry. Man, I'm... Uh, I really, I, I think he's going to get plunked. I think this will be another interesting series. I think it's going to be interesting being back at home. But again, I don't like looking and seeing that it's going to be the same fucking dudes. Yeah, it's going to be Manaya. It's going to be, it's going to be Musgrove. Like just those. It's going to be the killers. Yeah, they'll mow us. They'll fucking mow us. Can we get a break? Like a little bit of a break. Yeah. It's been so fucking brutal. Yeah, it's that's it's as tough as you can start a season at, about in the league. About in the league. I would be interested to see that. I don't know if there's a way to look that up, but the Reds' strength of schedule has got to be top three or four. That's a great question. I will Google that right now. Yeah, it's got to be top three or four, even when you take into account like the American League East playing each other and all this shit. But, I mean, going go in Braves, Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals, Padres. It's tough. Well, well, well. Well, wouldn't you guess? Number one. Number one. Number one hardest schedule in the whole league with the most yep. depleted lineup in the whole league. Exactly. So when you're looking at this and you're like, man, it's going to be a long season. It can't be this fucking long. Yeah, no, it's not going to be this long. Uh, bust out. Two is Baltimore, three is Boston, four Arizona, five Texas, six Blue Jays, seven Marlins, eight Phillies. Dude, that's what they were talking about today on John Boy. They're like, the Phillies have had the eighth hardest, like, you know, strength of schedule. I'm like, yeah, but they also went out and spent half a million dollars on people who can't catch fly balls. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, they the, their strength of schedule. It doesn't matter with them when they went out and spent. You have to go out and fucking be ten and six and have strength no strength of schedule isn't a thing. If yep, when you spend that kind of money, yep, couldn't agree more. And at the bottom of your strength of schedule is your is a, is uh, the team with the best record in the National League, New York Mets. The Mets. The Metropolitans. So what were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh, I can't even remember. I don't You're know. You're gonna say look up because we were talking strength of schedule. You were like look up. And I went... Oh, maybe I was like, look, I don't know. I, I didn't need anything else looked up. You got it. No, man. I'll, I'll stop being number Jamie. Number one strength of schedule. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. You know, also, it really sucks is uh, the fact that you have this going on. You've got everybody hurt. You're playing. And then you look up. Say, you're, say you are Alejo Lopez. You are living out the dream. You're playing second base. You're like, man, I don't know how much time I have up here in the major leagues. I'm going to soak it up. But then you look up into the sky and you see a plane that says, where are you going to go? You already lost me. Thanks, Phil. Yeah. Did you see that shit? Yeah, I did. Was that Sunday? Did you see? Was no, it that Saturday? was Saturday. I mean. I know, it, it, it hurts for the players. I mean, how sad was that tweet from Hunter Green? Yeah. Please come. Please come. Begging 
people to come to the game. Insane. That's that's got to be the toughest thing to deal with. When people say like, you know, these guys are professional athletes, they probably block this stuff out. You can only block out so much. Yeah, probably not. Not all of it. You can't block this out. No, you can't. You can't. Do you feel it when an entire city fucking is so bummed about the team you. that you play for? Yeah. You f- you feel it top to bottom. Imagine getting out of a slump like that, you know? I mean, it's never a bad day to be Joey Votto, but it would it would uh Getting out of a slump with everything else that is on Joey's mind. Just can't imagine. Did you see his tweet? Yeah. It was awesome. He's the man. I'm going to pull it up because I thought it was just in. It's a, it's incredible. It's, it's an attest. Oh, he just tweeted uh, Tweeted three hours ago. He said, it looks like I'm known for my speed. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's so great. Just eight. He's in the eighth percentile of MLB speed. That's so great. But he tweeted out yesterday, the experience of being in a batting slump is that feel that it is that it feels like a labyrinth. One feels trapped, alone, and disoriented. When you finally get out, you are relieved and can't believe how easy it was to find the exit. Unfortunately, that exit eventually leads to another labyrinth. Just to another labyrinth. <laughs> yeah. Because that's exactly what it is. You have to adjust for every pitch. And you can equate that to any kind of slump or just being a human being you know i mean it's it's hard you're struggling you get out of the weeds you know works hard relationships are hard everything's tough your mind's working against you it's just scary to be a human being and then you get to a point where you're like okay i've put in some work i've made some changes this feels good and then but you're still fucking here yeah (laughs) you know joey like joey goes out three for four starts seeing the ball better a little bit and he's like okay well i'm not actively in a slump, a mental and physical slump, and then you go out and Max Scherzer's on the bump. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool, great. Me. I got to yeah. figure this out. And then yeah. think about it, how, how often there's, you know, there's at least four different pitchers in a game now. Yeah. So you have to relearn every single time and re- try and figure that out. It's so crazy that anybody can be a high-level baseball hitter. And especially one like Joey Votto, who we are just completely wasting his career. Yep. Yes, we are. There's really no other... There's no way, way to, to say that. It sucks to say out loud, but thus far his career has been wasted with the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. And that sucks. Makes me love him more. But it, it's also nice to know that like he's finally accepting and wanting to do the social media stuff, letting us know what we've always wanted to know about him and that he's just an absolute gem and a true delight. Gem of a man. What a what a what a sweet, sweet man. So let's look at what's coming up this next week. Um, we've got three at home against San Diego, um, which, boy, howdy. You've got Musgrove. You've got Mackenzie Gore again, which, God, we I hope we touch him up. And then it looks like, uh, who is this feller that we got going on the bump? Nick Martinez. We did not see him last time. Don't know anything about him. I think that's their, like, sixth starter probably. And then we've got, then we hit the road again. He in and out real quick. Um, three at Colorado and then three at Milwaukee. But I uh, I say over this these next six games, shit. You, Colorado's hot, but I hope that we can go three and three. Yeah, I know it's optimistic to say winning a game is crazy after I know not having a win for two weeks. But at least you're gonna go to Colorado and be like, ah. Oh. It's us, not us, one of the best teams in the National League. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, what are the odds better? The odds are just 
statistically better that we go three and three versus lose another 11 in a row. <laughs> right. Losing 11 in a row in baseball is quite hard. It's difficult. It takes being bad and it takes shitty luck. And yep. you know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of that. It takes everything. Um, it's looking like um, Barrero will be up back, bless you, up in a couple weeks. So that's another that's another good thing that we need is just more guys coming back. Yeah, just more arms. Do uh, what's up with Johnny? Just like what another week, Jonathan India. Yeah, I said he's going to come right off. He'll be ready to go. He thinks he's ready to go. Yeah, I mean a hamstring early in the season is really just rust. That's going to be huge having him come. Having Naquin back was massive. Yeah, dude. It was so wild how fucking bad our lineup was. It was like you used triple A is generous. Yeah, the contrast between the lineup that we were piecing together, the potential dream lineup if we bring Castellanos back and Winker and Gino are here, yada yada. Right. If you put that lineup together and then put it against some of the lineups that we saw, so crazy. Dude, I just saw this. I didn't know this happened. Uh Donovan Solano was nearing his rehab assignment. And then he tested positive for COVID. Huh. Fucking really? Unreal. I just want him to come back. I he I just need him to get back here. So hopefully he's back in the next couple days. I mean, uh, catcher for the Red Sox. I'm, I'm spacing, not Perez. Whoever's behind the dish for them came back in three days. From COVID? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vaxxed, got through the fever, broke, then they're back. Yeah. So they've sh- that means the virus is done shedding. It's exited their body. We're good to go. But having him back and being able to play third. But Mike Moustakis could just stay on the IL as long as he fucking Black wants. Black hole. I didn't even know he was hurt. Yeah. I figured he was benched. I mean, it's like it wouldn't even be a news story to bench a guy batting a buck 15. No. It's like, you know, the money and all that. I hate it for him. Again, we always preface this. I don't fucking hate Mike Moustakis. No, neither. Guy can't be in our lineup. No. I mean, that's the same way with Chicago. They're like, why are we throwing out Hayward every yes, day? Yes, it's the same deal, except Hayward's been there forever. Forever and signed a monster deal. Ours was a small, would be something that the Cubs would easily absorb and just let fly. Us exactly. were like, that's a, this is a big, this that's was so a big money. mistake. This well, is a he, big one. Well, he's our highest paid player minus Joey. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, moose. The moose is loose. Moose is loose. He is, the moose is lost. Let the moose loose. Let him go. Yeah, cut got, the moose loose. But we got San Martin, Gutierrez, and Mally again. Mally at home. He needs to fucking rebound. Oh yeah, he's, he needs to rebound at home. The splits are astronomical. It can't go two seasons in a row. Why? Why is it that bad? I have no clue. I, 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 I mean, that it, it, it's only mental. It's not physical. The pitch, yeah. the the mounds are the same. Right. It might change a little from stadium to stadium, but it's sixty feet six inches. Yep. The catcher's back there. The pitchers or the the batters in the box yep. and the and the umpires back there. Yeah. It's it it's only mental. Has to be. The mound's not higher. It's all mm. regulation. I think if he just gets one out of the way, I think he can start going on a roll. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's. That's baseball in a nutshell. No shit. Yeah. Feel good, you'll be good. Yes, that's baseball in a nutshell. Let your body just take over. Yeah. Ugh, I don't like the looks of that, but I think we can take one from the Padres. Yeah, especially after the embarrassment and, you know, maybe there will be some sort of shakeup, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
I can see David Bell getting ejected from this Padres series. Mm. Because, dude, that's a thing that is now people are whispering about it, and David's got to be, you know, worried about it. He shouldn't be fired. This isn't him. But he might be. And if he does, I think you're you're imploding and everything collapses. Yes. Because DJ has built that system there and oh, has, yeah. has more than just the Reds pitching coach. He's the pitching development yes. coordinator. No, He's if you everything. let Bill go, but wouldn't it be a Reds move to just fire him like even before the yeah. All-Star break? That's what the Reds did with, with uh, Brian Price. Yes. And it wasn't even his fault. 12 games into the season. Yeah. Yeah, Eugenio broke his hand and then they were just like knots. They didn't start hot. They were like... One in seventeen, they're just like, "Well, we'll see you." Here's Riggleman. Yeah, I, I, you can't do that because then you know how how much I don't know how many people would backlash. I would because I'm like, it's not his fault. You know yeah. whose fault it is? It's fucking everybody the guy who upstairs. Fired yes, it's everybody upstairs yeah. and the guys who are handing the budget over to Crawl. So yeah, I mean, everyone's feeling that heat, and that's just the unfair thing that happens to coaches. We've yep. said it before. Yep. They get the love when they win. They get the heat when they lose. Yep. It's not warranted, but it wouldn't surprise me. I'm surprised that we haven't seen a giant blow up yet. No, and it needs to come. It or- needs to happen. It'll happen tomorrow, or, or it'll happen this series against Padres. I sure hope so. There will need to be some fireworks, because there has to be. A, a fire must be lit under this team's ass. Some way. Right, instead of just rolling over and taking this. Exactly, because it's like, yeah, man, bad luck about the front office, bad luck about the injuries. injuries and the slumps, bad luck. Bad luck against the hardest schedule in the whole fucking league, bad luck. But. Go f- get in a fucking fight with the Padres <laughs> yeah. and rustle shit up, because this mm-hmm. is the way it is. This is who we are. Yep. And, and it just it just sucks that they were they played so well in Atlanta and then just the comments were said and you could see that all of the momentum was sucked out from them and it's been trying to get back in and trying to get back into that type of energy again and try to get there, but you couldn't with the injuries. Now that they're back, now let's throw some punches at Luke Voigt, let's get a fire lit, and let's go on a little bit of a run. Yeah, dude. Can we be close? Let's, like, let's get close. Plunk. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> Get in a bench clearing brawl. Take two or three at home from the team that is five times better than you. Yeah, and also let's not be ten games under five hundred. Yeah, play some ball. Let's, let's get not be- six. Let's get up to six under, yeah. please. Yes, that'd be great. Because also when you look, look, let's look a little bit more ahead and see if there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Because then you, after the Colorado series, you got three at Milwaukee, like I said. But here's a little light at the end of the tunnel for you. Four at home against Pittsburgh. You got, you know, that's a three and one right there. You hope. Potential. Potential. Get to the get to the starters early. Shut them down with your bullpen and go. And then three at home against Milwaukee. And then four at Pittsburgh. When's that at home against Milwaukee? Um, it is May 8th or 9th, 10th, and 11th. Sick. Yeah. So we'll be there for that. Hell to yeah. See our boy. Gotta go see him. So let's round third and head for home. Shall we? What do you got? Well, we, we got tomorrow. Tomorrow. Come tomorrow. Come to Go Bananas tomorrow. Tuesday night at 7.30. We're auditioning for Just for Laughs. It's going to be sick. It's going to be great. Yeah, hype for that. Me too. It's Thursday, Louisville. I'll be in Louisville. You know, Casey Free or Fry. Yeah. Like the Vine guy. Yeah, yeah. Dance guy. I'm opening for him, the Louisville Comedy Club. And then on Friday here, Ludlow, Kentucky, I'm headlining Beer Kiss. Oh yeah! I'm stoked. Have fun. Make sure uh, don't don't heckle don't heckle the owner. He might come out and juggle swords in your face. I would never. You took that bullet for me. You're welcome. Yeah. Lesson learned. Yes. 
Yeah, so come out to one of those shows. Come to the Hub. Yeah. Wednesdays at Go Bananas for the uh, contest. Always fun. Yeah. And, you know, just also send a nice DM to a Reds player. Please, yeah, just just make, just you know what, just go make Tyler Naquin's day and slide in and be for like, sure. hey, bud. Um, also, Wednesday, uh, wait, am I looking at the right thing? Wednesday the 27th. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wednesday the 27th, I will be at uh, 20s in the basement again. So that'll be fun. 20s comes roaring back. And May 3rd, first five points park show. So I need oh, to make fuck that announcement yeah, dude. tomorrow. Went and ate a white pizza at Fireside the other Ooh, day. Like I said, add the Italian sausage. That's so the move. Good. So good. So thank you for listening thank you to athletic greens. athletic greens to color cast to sports drink thank you sports drink if you don't know sports drink there are sponsors they're fantastic they're trying to be the media group that is sports and not sports so go check them out it's sports drink without the vowels no i know oh oh check it out um and when you do come check it out make sure you close the door behind you because they're trying not to let the funk out <laughs> stinky smells funky living in the funk so uh, go check that out. Uh, and so thank you for uh, watching and listening. And thank you for thank coming you. on. Thank you for being a Reds fan. Thank you for being a new Nasty Boys fan. Yes. Hold tight, baby. Hold on. We're get, it's going to get better. And as always, go Red Lights. Stay nasty, babe. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.